Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd of the group. Ali? I am Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm V, comic book nerd. I feel like it's very quiet in here today. No, it's, it's not that quiet, but I will say that uh, I'm having phone issues. God damn it. I'm, I'm, look, man, I'm clocked out. I don't want to fucking help well, you. About, with your phone. About a week asking now. questions while we're recording. We actually tweeted this out on uh, oh, yeah. Currently Nerdy. Diz did. Um, <laughs> and your John, John Tipton uh, confirmed my suspicions. He, he, tweeted, he tweeted a response that, yes, you're not crazy. This is what's happening. That, yeah, they got sued for it. Um, but it is. It's. I've been having it for a year. So I've been having it about a year now is this issue. But this week in particular has been bad. So two oh. things that stand out to me. Oh, okay, I wonder what that could be. Is one, my phone's slowing down. Mm-hmm. And it's real. Mm-hmm. I know that what they, and I said this on the tweet that you tweeted, is that I think Apple relies on the fact that <laughs> it's so minuscule that most people go, I must be going crazy. Yeah. Or when they try to explain it to someone, they go, you sound crazy. It's uh, gaslighting them. Well, I know I'm crazy. Uh-huh. So this is why I have a very strong, what I call, baseline of craziness. Mm. So anything that seems crazy, I'm just like, this is baseline craziness. Of course this is happening. And this is why you can't trick me. Uh-huh. Like if I ever fall into a dungeon where they try to like use hallucinations on me, uh-huh. or like make me trip out, it wouldn't work. Because I have a baseline of craziness. Can you be tricked by a gypsy? I couldn't be tricked by uh, by a Romani. Yeah, don't use that, dude. <laughs> but I couldn't. Like you know, you know how there's always like yeah, yeah truth serum. Yeah, I get swindled. Yeah, it's, it's all these kind of things, right? In in movies, Bamboozled. That would never work for me. No, because there's a baseline of craziness, right? I know my brain well enough. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's a crazy thought I had. No one's listening into my brain. Uh-huh. No one's projecting thoughts. No so they CIA can't. You can't get incepted. None of that stuff works on me. In uh-huh. my opinion, because I'm, I'm, I know how crazy I Dude, am. Dude, God forbid the person that tries to fucking inception Ali. That would yeah, be- get incepted. That's <laughs> yeah. what I want to know. We're like, if if we did inception in Ali's brain, they're gonna. What get would him. Joseph Gordon-Levitt have to like? What would it wouldn't he be? Wouldn't a come, he would come back drooling on himself. They well, just no, it's be- not like that. I'm like, what would the movie be like though? Like, because you know, like they you'd go be in hell. You'd they'd be in like the first layer of hell, and then throughout it, no, the, no, that's the, not true. That's like, not true. It's that's not going to be in a business building like in the movie, right? So like the right? first like, layer, like once you first enter, it's a library. Of course, right? So hell. No, my because I, <laughs> I, I I'm keep my thoughts relatively organized because okay. I have to remember a lot of information. Is your library in the Dewey Decimal System? So I don't system. have like a memory palace type shit, but I have something close where I file things in my brain. Okay, this goes here, this goes there. Yeah, so, those giant sliding ladders. So it's very right. comfortable. It's a very beautiful, what, elegant library. What movie or TV show is that where he could put stuff in, like, he could go into his library of things in his head? I don't know. He would put things in his I brain library. It's called a palace library, or, or a memory palace. Yeah. Anyways, once you get, but then there's a restricted section. Uh, Most mm, people keep the porn only. in yeah, their restricted yeah, like, section, yeah. right? They keep porn, they get images of things they've done wrong. Mm. The restricted section for me is like just my insane. Like you walk in, that's that's Dante's, hell. That's Dante's Inferno. You walked into a Jackson Pollock. Oh shit! You're just like you walked into you know Salvador Dali. You're just like, what is going on? It reminds here? me of like um, Sam from Game of Thrones going into like the restricted section of the, Except the library. It's not filled there. with books. It's just filled with crazy. I know, thoughts. but like it's like I'm gonna go in there and grab. Like one there's of these. thoughts about like what, if I were to rule the world, what laws would I enact? Uh-huh. Things like that. Like it's it's insane. Anyways, you, you the point being, this all this crazy talk. It's tied to technology. Yeah, I mean, Apple because released... technology is going to really drive me yeah. insane. Well, the thing is, is Apple's releasing a new phone Friday. Yeah, I, so first of all, not only has it slowed down, mm-hmm. but then 
It has slowed down my Shazam. What? Why do you still use Shazam? So, what? Do people not use Shazam You could just ask Siri to fucking... Like, hey, Siri, what song is this? And yeah, but do... Siri doesn't put it in a list, does she? No. Shazam allows me to go back into my list. Oh, I good keep call. Like a, I still use Shazam. I keep like a playlist I feel going. You. I feel you. Because I do listen to music on YouTube more yeah, often yeah. than not, so I have to go back and like, what was that one song? I got you. Okay, so I Shazam. It used to be that I open up Shazam, it, and then you click the button. Now, it takes one, two... It takes about seven seconds. I've counted it. Seven <laughs> seconds before you can click the Shazam button and it'll start. Can I, can I tell you an insider secret? What? Shazam and Apple do not work together. Update mm-hmm. your fucking app. Is that what it is? Yeah. Update your Shazam app. Jazz. I haven't updated my software. Because the last time I updated my software, it changed Siri's voice. Oh, yeah. Siri's voice went from robotic to chipper. Now, Siri... Decides to have mood swings on me. I'm in an abusive relationship with my phone. Emotionally abusive relationship. You want to get a new one? No, I'm not going to get a new one. I can help There's you days like where I'm like, Siri, remind me to do this. And she gives me attitude. She's like, fine. She sounds sad. <laughs> she sounds like very lethargic. Like she hadn't had her coffee that day. She goes, okay. I would be sad if I was and in your pocket all day long days, too, bro. And there's other days where I'm like, Siri, remind me. And then she's like, fine. And she's all chipper. That makes me very uncomfortable. She shouldn't have mood swings. It's a fucking wannabe AI. Well, it's, have Not you seen without the, being AI. Have you seen the movie Her? Yeah. Exactly. No, I haven't seen it. But me I neither. But you've heard of it. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen it either. I'm not comfortable with it. In, in other words, I'm not comfortable with what Apple's doing, which is why I won't upgrade well, why not? It's a good new phone. And they know the new Apple's coming out is what thousand dollars? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's been a thousand dollars for thousand dollars for a fucking yeah. phone though, V. Yeah, I, of course I know that because I'm, my fucking gaming PC costs a thousand dollars. Unless like, this thing can now start telling me the sex of unborn babies and shit, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for it. Or it can help me shave. I mean, what if what if, what if they the have, only the only thing they added to it was a cheese grater? You just pull it out, you just grate cheese with it. I mean, not not for a thousand dollars, but that'd be really that's cool. The, to have maybe seven fifty. That's the other issue because I do eat a lot of cheese. Yeah, like, the other issue yeah. in, in block form. You know? yeah. <laughs> what is that from The Hobbit? It's like, do you need a cheese knife? And he's like, cheese knife. He eats it by the he eats it by the cheese wheel. <laughs> Boomer, the fat one, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's an old uh, Seinfeld thing where George. Eats like a, he's like I ate a I was eating a block of cheese like the size of my head <laughs> and Jerry's all like, so you just assume that a block of cheese is some type of male fantasy world because he was like he was really happy that his wife had or his fiance had died or something yeah. so he wasn't like didn't have to get married anymore what yeah. the hell yeah <laughs> he was in his underwear eating a block of cheese yeah but a block of yeah. cheese is not a unit of measurement yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just point that out right so anyways like uh, what was I saying it needs to the have a cheese yes. the thing I don't get about it is like they keep coming up with these new iPhones but they don't actually add anything new yeah so here, here's my I got you here's my case here's uh-huh. my case when I had a, a flip phone uh huh I went to a camera phone. Yeah. That is an upgrade. There's yeah. something new on there. Yeah. Technological marvel. Then I went from a camera phone uh-huh. to a BlackBerry. I had my email on there. Oh, That's yeah. a technological marvel. Then I went from a BlackBerry to a touchscreen. They didn't have touchscreen. Brand new. Touch. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. No keyboard. Mind blown. Has the internet. Huh. Then I went from that to the iPhone. And the iPhone had a front-facing camera. What am I getting with this new iPhone? Nothing new. I mean, yeah. Technically, I'm right, aren't I? I mean, it's got a Tell camera, touchscreen. Same thing. Yeah. Everything that I have, Stop technologically. No, that phone's just better. It's just better at it. Yeah. You know what would be great, it's like bro? It's upgrading to a new wife hey, or something. Look, it's, like, it's not necessary. I know. <laughs> Functionally, they do the same thing. I know how amazing 
you would like your basketball game to be all right like i know you you're working on your jump shot yeah if there's some type of basketball Bruh, app, it's not they this created this thing called home court all right which does what that tells you where your home court is no so you put it like on as you're playing ball <laughs> You put it there on the side, and it tracks the basketball court, like the hoop. Oh, yeah, as if I need something it tells, else, else to be tracked. Yeah, it tells you it the angle. It already tracks my searches. It already tracks my search and all, all that stuff. It tells me. It knows exactly where I am. You know, I turn off my location when I'm not using the map. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. All of that stuff, even though it, it still can technically tell it, from the cell towers. It can it, triangulate it tr- my position. It tracks your jump shot, like how what yeah, angle it's coming at need, and what perfect angle Apple you need it to be at. To track even more of my information. What I want it to do is come up with a phone that does something unique more than if it if okay, if they came out with a phone and they said this phone can drive your car for you. Thousand dollars. Oh yeah, thousand dollars worth it. Drives my car for me. Completely new innovative technology. But you know what they said to me? They said, Come and get a new Phone, what's it got? Oh, the camera's a little bit better. My camera's fucking fine. Camera's a lot better than your phone. It's not, it's, I have digital camera quality pictures. Yeah. So why this would I need better. even better? SLR quality pictures. If you have digital camera quality pictures, do you really, unless you're a photographer. Yeah, you really actually, you don't because really, and this was the argument for when uh, digital cameras were a right? thing, right? It's like, oh, you can, you can, you can postulate about having, you know, f- 25 megapixels. You remember when 3 megapixels was considered like, oh shit, that's a good camera. Don't don't age me, Ali. But yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is... Was like, it your first camera, the one you took to Europe? It was 3 megapixels, right? The yeah. DSLR? Something, no, something like that. And no, it, was it was considered like like the best you could get yeah, at, at the, the time. time. it was it was like, it had just come out that year, like 2004 or whatever. I don't even remember. It was probably like 5 or 6 actually. Yeah. But the thing is though, like if you're just taking photos and you're never going to print them anything bigger than like four by six, yeah. you don't need more than eight megapixels. Like, it, you know, that 20, 20 megapixel bullshit is like when you want to blow up the fucking photo to make it like cover a wall or something. Or some you want to zoom in on someone's zit. Yeah. Or make a, you know, make a poster or some shit like that. It's like, got a it's wider angle. useless. Wider angle lens than yours. And it takes better low light photos. I always thought, in my opinion, that digital camera quality would never increase mm-hmm. um, because I thought that people were too were too ugly <laughs> in their photos and so as a result would want to because some people look amazing in that low res yeah. camera like the old mm-hmm. camera phone oh yeah yeah that's why some people still keep their profile pictures with yeah, that. you I take really... that picture with the old res oh that's a good looking person the second you get to like 7 megapixels you're like oh yeah. What is wrong with their nose? See, now we don't need that type of truth in our mm. photos. This anymore, is also you know? why I thought uh, 4K Blu-ray video. wouldn't have ever really taken off because I thought no one wants to see the zit on the por- porno person's butt. But it was the porn industry. But it ended up doing the exact opposite. Porn yeah. industry ended up saving, you know, making see, now, Blu-ray a thing. I always find it a little weird, you know, because... And gaming. You know, do you and really gaming, need, yeah. like... I mean, I enjoy porn like the next guy does, but do I really need to see every crevasse? Yeah. Like, do this I, is, like, that's why I thought yeah, Blu-ray yeah. would never it take off. It, it makes and it yet, seem more real. And then at the end of the day, it actually... Same thing with megapixels. I thought five. We were going to cap at five. Oh, no. Anything below five, you look good in, right? It's just yeah, blurry it's enough. It's like a person from a long, from distance away, right? Oh, yeah. I called them 20 feet people. 20 feet people were like, oh, that's a very good... Look. Oh, no, what was I thinking, right? Look good this, from far, far from good. For whatever reason, people close. keep wanting more and more megapixels. Unless the population is better looking than I assume they are. Yeah. I don't know what they need those better well, megapixels see, now, for. The thing is, though, you don't actually have... I don't think you have a good study here because we're from Southern California and... Despite all of our faults, there are a lot of very beautiful. Because it's you know we're near Hollywood, we're beautiful near like. Beautiful is a very subjective. I mean, word. beautiful. Not Southern California is a beautiful area. Very, very ugly people. Yeah, yeah. these are people. people. The these scenery five, is beautiful, this motherfucker. Is, these are five megapixel camera 
people. That's what I think. See, That's now, what up. I don't understand is why Nothing do you above need... five megapixels. My no. Tinder says different. <laughs> why do you fuckers need such a strong camera when you're just going to put that weird dog face filter over it anyway? Can't see your face anyways. <laughs> like, Look, it's some bullshit as well. Here's the deal. Is. The battery like life is better. <laughs> the processor is better. So they slowed down my phone so I would spend $1,000 on what my phone was supposed to do anyways. Essentially, yeah. Well, the iPhone 8's on sale now. You can get that. Or you can get the new XR that comes out in October for $750. It's what does that one do? It's basically the iPhone X at a cheaper price. Okay, I'm, it's not It's not just a price thing. I'm not being cheap. Yeah, They're not giving you any innovation. I'm, I want innovation. You don't have any... Oh, there's no home button. New. It's all complete screen. Oh, even that's worse. Right. Why would I want to get rid of my home button? Yeah. You just swipe up. Why didn't they, oh, and I'm going to lose my headset. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah they're, they're removing your, the yeah, dongle. They can kiss my ass. They're they not that. giving you the dongle. I'll anymore. give you a dongle. No, don't give me a dongle. See, that, the, the, that, that's fucked up when you think about it. The dongle costs, what, 10 bucks? Nine yeah. ninety seven. All right, but I, I saw on Twitter, some guy had put up stats for the dongle sales mm-hmm. from uh, from electronic stores. They're making a shit ton of seven. That is like the biggest money maker. Uh, because, you know, Apple products and everything, right? Yeah, they, they do. They do. Obviously, they, they have to charge you more than what they make it for, right? But the profit margin on a phone is going to be a lot less than yeah. that little adapter thing, right? Yeah. They can make that shit. They, literally, they probably have six-year-olds making it in China for 10 cents yeah, a day. The other thing is, like, this stuff is pure... I get that shit out for call, free. Colonialism yeah. and slavery. You got sweatshop labor in this type of shit. And then you also got, like, outright mining of materials from Africa. So let's not even go into the ethics of yeah. it, right? So they're so, releasing these phones without any innovation while still fucking over society. Yeah. They managed to squeeze even more money out of it because now they don't even give you an adapter this is anymore. I'm not impressed with technology overly much right now, to be honest with you, right? It's like Apple's... All the stuff that Apple's releasing, they discovered 10 years ago. They're just milking the shit out of it. Obviously. It's the same thing with the drones. We've talked about this before, right? Like, everyone got really obsessed with drone technology... But it's just a fucking toy helicopter. Yeah, I was. I mean, we had that when we were six. Right, like, <laughs> like right, yeah, like, right. When when people came out with the drones, and I went, yeah, we had these when we were kids. Yeah. We had these from the eighties on. Yeah. All they really did was they made it so you can because it's not mm. uh, it's not they radio in, anymore. Yeah, it's it's a longer range right. now, right? They made like, it less unstable. Remember, like because yeah. flying those helicopters, you always ran into something. Was, but now you have four propellers oh, or okay. two propellers, so it's more stable. I'm like, no. really? It took you forty. Well, no, how old are we? Thirty. Thirty. It took Ish. you thirty-ish years. <laughs> thirty plus. It, t- <laughs> <laughs> it took you thirty-ish years to figure out we should put another propeller on this. I could have told you that. Okay, listen, fuckface. You're right? on Shark Tank. <laughs> Let me tell you what the drones have done. Oh, they put a camera on that. They've innovated photography and videography. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. That you're They've able also to put violated you, people's basic rights. You put, yeah. You, <laughs> could, you could put a also camera. true, but still. Look, I'm impressed with like an unmanned shit, like you know. Amazon's going to send out your books that way. Okay, that's kind of innovative. Still fucked up because they're getting rid of human labor. But, you know, okay, innovative, right? Oh, it's some type of technology. It's got Google Maps or something on there. It figures figures out your house. I get it. I get it. That's cool. What I don't get is the people out there with the drones and the little uh, remote controls. We had that technology. There's nothing new. You just added a fucking camera. In fact, the helicopters that we had in the 90s, you could attach cameras on there. They weren't good cameras. 
Yeah, they didn't they do right, particularly yeah. well, but they had cameras. Late nineties. Couldn't see what you were taking pictures. You <laughs> couldn't. You couldn't. There wasn't. They didn't have that live stream image. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's cool. But the drone itself, the technology of the drone itself, not impressive. That's why I'm not impressed with the iPhone either. You know, no real innovation. I'm not giving him a thousand dollars. Steve Jobs would not be proud of you. Right now. I don't give a shit. Well, Steve his, Jobs was a piece of shit. Yeah. Wozniak would be proud of you right now. What's his face? Who's the Who's the uh, the president? Of Apple, Tim right? Cook. Tim, Tim Cook. Cook. Right. So scrawny like, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's he's uh I think people have criticized him before because they were talking about how how they, they talked about how Steve Jobs uh, how they said he was kind of a revolutionary because he wore turtlenecks and shit. He's also an asshole. Yeah, but then like yeah, now true. it's like now this new guy he just kind of is a status quo guy. Yeah. So he just kind of like slowly kind of builds things. And then I kind of went was Steve Jobs really that great to start with anyway? I mean, we would build up a lot of these people and yeah. the kind of geniuses that they because I think there's we're two so, movies about the guy. To be honest with you, I think we're so genius starved. Right, like we don't live in the Einstein eras. Yeah, right? there's so few geniuses out there, and celebrity culture has transformed so radically that geniuses aren't the celebrities that they used to be. That we really kind of build up people in ways they don't deserve. Like I don't Elon doubt Musk. Elon Musk is a perfect <laughs> example. I don't doubt that Steve Jobs did revolutionize the private computers, right? Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. But he's not as brilliant genius that people make it out to. Same thing with Elon Musk. If when you think back on like the stuff that Elon Musk's done, he's at, he's not that spectacular. Isn't Tesla about to like go down? Tesla's got. Oh no, he's in, he's in constant battle with Tesla. Um, you know, over over the kind of the future of the company. Yeah, not just the future of the company, the way his erratic behavior online, treatment of employees, yeah. all sorts of stuff that 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 <laughs> indicate that this guy is not nearly as brilliant. How many people are employed people by them? Okay, let's let me point this out. Right, traffic in L.A. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. Tesla puts his genius mind. Genius. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. What did I say? You said Se- Tesla. Same guy. Tesla's dead. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. Elon Musk puts his genius mind to it and he says, you know what? We're going to build tunnels. Huh. And I went, asshole, that's the subway system. Yeah. Huh. All he did is he doesn't want to make it public transportation. He wants to put people in capsules and shoot them. Hmm. But I'm like, look, you, your genius idea... Subway. It's the subway yeah. system. Well, yeah. you know what he is? He's a rich kid who a likes rich, sci-fi. Yeah, a rich yeah, kid's a version yeah. of the subway system. Because it's not public transport. It's not mass transport. It's still, you know, yeah. it's a very much a well, rich kid's imagination. What Elon Musk does, fundamentally, anything that he does is more or less kind of the whims of people who are uberly rich. It's not like he's yeah. creating anything to allow poor people yeah, he's, to, uh, you to know travel. Who he is? He's that guy that we all had in high school. That friend that had the million dollar ideas like every other day, uh-huh. but they never went anywhere. Yeah, you know they always. You know what you want? You need pants with air conditioning in them. Oh, nice, dude. There's that always that guy, right? Yeah. There's always that guy. Except Elon Musk is rich enough to to come up with the the dude created dildo submarines. Yeah, mm, for children. For children. That was his <laughs> idea of saving children. Yeah. In a cave. Was to put yeah. them in dildo submarines. I'm sorry. Listen, we, I'm not, we know. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh about this, but it's like when you think, like if you put your, like if you objectively think about those little kids. Yeah, I know. Submarines. <laughs> a little coffin phallus. <laughs> a yeah. Coffin phallus, and then you go. Wait a minute. They're in a cave. That's not horizontal. Like, yeah. This is basic. Like. And like if you if you had asked a high school kid that designed this, he'd be like, oh, "I got to figure out a way to go around the curves and the edges." But Elon Musk, genius that he is with his giant ass team, didn't once go, "You know what? There's gonna be ups and downs. How is this? How is this dildo rocket coffin gonna work?" And incidentally, that's how 
the children in that soccer team learn how b- where babies came from. By the way, he's he's just officially been sued by whom? By the diver who he keeps. Oh yeah, because him. he called him a pedo or yeah, whatever. He called him right? a pedo yeah. once on what? Twitter. He called him a because they they asked. The diver was like it was a stunt. He's like the guy. They asked yeah. the guy like, oh, what about Elon Musk stuff? He goes, oh, it was just a stunt, right? Uh-huh. And he, Elon Musk lost his shit. So yeah. He called him a pedo. Then he he semi retracted it. Then he went back. He's like, I'll give anyone a signed dollar. I bet you. And then he went again afterwards. He's like, after he's calmed down, because he goes on these kind of rants, right? Mm-hmm. He calms down, takes it back, whatever. Then he yet again attacks a BuzzFeed reporter. Goes, I bet you anything. He's a sixty-year-old man. Why else would he be in Thailand? He's got a forty-year-old wife or something, like a forty-five-year-old wife. Yeah. Who's been living this there. man just saved the lives yeah. of children. So he <laughs> he's been attacking a BuzzFeed reporter, right? Like emailing him, like there's got there's proof you're not doing. Why are you defending this better? So the guy finally. Sued him for defamation of character. Yeah, sued him yeah. in Los Angeles, and there might, he might be bringing a lawsuit in Great Britain. If he brings a lawsuit in Great Britain, it's even more because libel and slander suits in Britain are bigger, much bigger, and huh. easily yeah. won. Well, there's also his uh, what is it, his fiance? It's like this like granola Grimes musician, something. yeah, Grimes or whatever, and like she does this weird. Isn't she a model? She's like a really. She's supposed to be like kind a of musician, this progressive feminist as oh, much yeah. as you can, but she like really. She apologized. Like she's an apologist for him a lot. Yeah, we don't even end to bring up like the fact that there are certain policies in South Africa that absolutely help the Musk family. Yeah, in ways that it couldn't help anyone else yeah. in well, South I mean, Africa. We often like, find this as the case yeah. is that you know personal relationships can often cloud people's visions. Yeah, and also you end up breaking a lot of your kind of political stances for personal reasons, right? I mean, a kind of famous YouTube example of this was Lacey Green, who was a major feminist, and then started dating. Some some ray gun something or another who's one part of the kind of skeptic alt rightish kind of thing. and all of a sudden she's now very much she's yeah. like yeah I'm progressive but I believe in 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 centrism and I believe in free speech in the way that free speech Shut is up defends skeptic and these uh, these called skeptic communities which in the end of the day are really covers for alt right hard nationalism just under the guise of supposed rationalism hell yeah yeah but that is that whole thing it's in and of itself i mean this is kind of the beauty of youtube now right when you Mm. look at it because like online it's like now it's like it's so easy for you to kind of put whatever you want out there yeah that the youtube community in and of itself has created its own weird cultural phenomenon where it's like conflict is resolved in the weirdest way in my opinion like well it's sensationalism at the end of the day and you see this i mean just today they released uh, an excerpt of uh, Stormy Daniels' book in which she describes Donald Trump's penis, which she basically describes as the Mario Kart character, Toad. <laughs> <laughs> she says... Uh, a little mushroom that guy? He, he was, it was below average, uh, smaller than average, not but not microscopic, uh, smaller than average with a really unusually large mushroom head. Uh, so, and he's very self-conscious about how weird it looks. And it was very disappointing sex. So she says all this, and uh, of course... Twitter goes crazy and like everyone's feeds are about. Did he respond? Donald Trump's not yet, but the, everyone's oh, feeds are about Donald. Do Trump's you get penis. notifications when he tweets? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't check his Twitter at all. I need to go check his Twitter. But this is this is the stuff like, yet. There are there is still we found out that there are several hundred families still separated at the border. Yeah. That they literally that Donald Trump's administration took money right before hurricane season out of FEMA, and put it into ICE to build detention facilities for children. And yet, we're going to spend a whole day talking about Donald Trump's penis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the type of stuff that I think 
when we talk about the sensationalism of YouTube, right, and how it relies on the views, Twitter's like that too. Right? It is true. I mean, I guess any of the any of those platforms really, because what's his name, uh, Shane Dawson, I think, is he yeah, the yeah. one that does, you know, his his Jake Paul documentary thing, right? That that caused a whole weird rift because there's people who are like, I don't want to, I'm not going to support Jake Paul, mm -hmm. right? And there's other people who be like, well, I'm not supporting Jake Paul, but I, but support, I support Shane, Shane Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, but right? this is like, this is the kind of uncritical fan support. Has always existed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's not pretend like it's a new thing. The Beatles, Elvis, everybody's had it. That's true, yeah. It's a cult of personality. But what's happened is that because social media has broken down the barriers of the gatekeepers, those cults of personality are now more easily accessible to people. Mm, so it's yeah. easy. You, don't, you no longer have the celebrity hidden behind 10 dozen PR people. That's true. The yeah. distance is gone. Instead, it seems like that person is your best friend, and that type of intimacy breeds a very dangerous type of groupthink. Yeah, that is analogous to a cult. Whereas old celebrity worship has, you know, mindless thought and you know it's worshipful and whatnot. The uniqueness of social media has produced a cult-like mentality. That, that is true because then they're they're in your living room every day that you watch them. This is why that you know they. They're willing to, to overlook even personal morals. Yeah, I may have an issue with Jake Paul, but hey, it's Shane Dawson. He's my hero, of course. He works so hard. Why wouldn't you give him a chance? I don't give a fuck if he works so hard. It's not, what is it to me that he yeah, works see, hard? Yeah, that's what I don't understand, though. Be like, okay, you know, I'm a fan of Ken's Burn documentaries, right? <laughs> but if he writes a documentary that's like, Pro slave, like child slave labor, yeah. or he comes out and he's like, ah, apartheid was a good thing. Yeah. then you're gonna call his ass out. I'm not gonna be like, yo, well, hey, you know, your work was great, you fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. H and L. He works hard though. Yeah, I'm like, that doesn't matter. I was, I was listening to like an interview someone did, and they were like, if I went out and was like, hey, this person's a terrible person, right? Um, I. I would have a ton of fans uh -huh. that would believe it, right? Yeah. And they would just take my word for it. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people right now, right, have been been hating on Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. right? Because Eminem dissed him, right? Yeah. And the same is, like, on, on the opposite, where a lot of people are dissing Eminem because Machine Gun Kelly dissed him. And it's weird that, like, fandoms have this, uh, like... They, they turn people into that, where, like, whatever this person says, they become, like, a godlike figure to you. That's true. Actually, Eminem, I mean, Eminem did the released several songs, you know, like, The Way I Am. Remember The Way I Am? Yeah. This came out when we were in middle school, maybe, Ali, I think. I think, yeah. yeah, like, 7th or 8th grade. But even, like... 2000? Yeah. Yeah, like, you take that, and then you also take Stan... Yeah, right, also kind of another yeah. uh, another another track, kind of talking about that that pitfall of of being famous, yeah, and that pitfall of kind of being that way, right? So and, machine, yeah. let me try to understand this. Machine Gun Kelly came out with a diss track about Eminem. Well, okay. Eminem came, dissed him first. Okay, Eminem so here, dissed him first, saying what? I'll, I'll break it down. Right, so the timeline of diss track is just insulting someone, right? Kind of, yeah, basically. So basically, the timeline for uh, MGK. Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem's beef started out a few years ago when uh, Eminem's daughter Haley was like 16 years old. Yeah, this was in 2012. Yeah, so it was 2012. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly tweeted out, "Damn, no disrespect to Eminem, but I just saw a picture of Haley and she's hot as fuck." Right. So, mind you, she was 16 at the time. He was like 22 ish, I mm. think. So Eminem didn't take kindly to that, right? Yeah. You're talking about his daughter, like that's he's very like sensitive about his daughter, as any parent should be. Mm -hmm. um, 
because of that, he blackballed MGK from his radio station, Shade 45. Like, it's a station on Sirius Satellite, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't let him on the, the station, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, he blackballed him from that. And then MGK made, like, like a, like a little bit of a, a slight diss to Eminem on someone else's track. Like, it was like a subliminal shot at Eminem he took. And then Eminem put out an album called recovery which was panned right a lot of critics like said it was whack and a lot of people were talking about how it wasn't good and eminem lost a step blah 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 right so he came out with another album this year called kamikaze mm-hmm. that he didn't like have any press about he just released it yeah I heard about in the this. middle of the night and he just went at everybody in this in the album he uh he made like a small like thing about machine gun kelly he's like i know who you are kelly basically like Mm -hmm. comparing him to r kelly as like a pedophile right Mm -hmm. and he's like and if i do it i don't have to do it i don't need to get tech nine to diss you i could do it on my own you know i don't need a subliminal track to diss you Mm -hmm. then a couple days later this is also the same album that he's going at tyler the creator yeah same album he's going on tyler he He goes on a lot of people yeah Yeah. he went on tyler the creator he went on charlemagne he went on like all these new rappers he went on Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, he went at Drake. Did Tyler, at- the creator, respond? No, I don't think yeah. so. Also, he didn't go at Drake. He did go at Drake. He No, he actually says... In the, he, he released an interview with Space. Like, it wasn't... He, he said... Oh, it, kind of, it sounded like it was like subliminal no, shots of Drake. People, yeah, people yeah. assumed that he was talking about Drake because it's something about ghostwriting and stuff. But he, yeah. he actually says in the Sway interview... Because he released a four-part interview with Sway. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and Sway asked him about Drake. He's like, I, I can never say anything bad about Drake. Yeah, he loves Drake. Yeah, oh, he likes Drake. Yeah, so yeah, Drake literally brought him out on stage for one of for one of his shows for something. And like, yeah, Man. so people are think that it's like this like low key shaded Drake, mm-hmm. but he doesn't specifically out Drake. But as these anything. these beefs, these rap beefs, they're not a new thing, are they? Oh no, 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 it's been going around for a while, yeah. forever. Yeah, they're just more prominent on Twitter. No. Well, it's yes different and no. now. It's different because social media has made it so now it's been it's become amplified, hyped, amplified, right? Yeah. So now it's it's much bigger than it was. But I mean, if you go back to um, rap beats from before, I mean, bef- there was one point when we were in the '80s, you know, be- before we were alive, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Emphasize this. Yeah. yeah. KRS One had beef with all of Queensbridge. Yeah, or like there was just, but they, a lot of it was it ended up being kind of tongue in cheek. A lot of it was just, you know, you you, you say what you said and you kind of moved on. Yeah, yeah. What changed that was in the 90s between Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Um, what sucks about that whole thing is that really people don't realize this now, but if you were ever to kind of read any of the books about Biggie and Tupac and that whole East Coast, West Coast beef, is that none of these musicians themselves were actually really a part of that life. Right? They weren't. Yeah, you know, there was a couple things. Biggie might have sold drugs, but he was never like, he was never starving, right? His mom, even in an interview, was all like, did he ever look like he was starving? You know, it's like things like that. Tupac, you know, he went to jail for a lot of things, but later in life, he went to jail for like sexual assault for sodomy. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. one of those things where he these guys was accused of sodomy. Yeah, that's what he went to jail for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was considered sexual assault. There was a sexual assault charge on him too that he went to jail for. That's or what it was. It was. Thing where, yeah, huh? it was. It was a sodomy yeah. charge, right? He it was considered sexual assault because he sodomized. Well, a, no, a, like there, a girl. there was a thing where he got in trouble because. He claims that he didn't do anything, that he was in another room, but someone had gotten assaulted in his hotel room by guys in his crew. Uh-huh. But she said it was him, too, but he said he wasn't a part. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But they live... It these, matters. This is just not the topic. It doesn't matter yeah. in, the, in this yeah, context. Yeah, yeah, right, of right, course it yeah. matters. But yeah, like yeah. in this situation, in this situation, 
if you actually look at any of these guys, Dr. Dre, even yeah. Easy, and all these other guys, like they weren't hardcore gangsters. They were technically guys who rapped and wrote music about that life. Yeah. They may have been connected in circles, but they weren't living that life. So was there part of this was just tapping into that, trying to show that they were part of that life <laughs> yeah. or invoking some aspects? Yeah. Of so a lot of it, what ends up happening is what you notice is that people talk about when Tupac was in that movie Juice, where he yeah. plays Bishop, right? He's yeah. this guy who ends up killing someone in a robbery, and he takes a liking to it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, he becomes kind of this, like he becomes obsessed about killing people mm-hmm. and about living that life. People said that after Tupac had filled that role, that he started to kind of believe that he was that, that Bishop character, right? Mm-hmm. So he began to embody it more. These guys, in order to help their credibility, would surround themselves with people who were actually part of gangs. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is, though, is that those guys aren't acting. Yeah, right, right. So real life. you're being caught up in a life mm-hmm. where you're not technically really a part of, but because you have money and because you have some power and you have, you know, um, reputation and status, yeah. they're going, if you open the door for them, they're going to go in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that ends up creating a whirlwind of stuff. Now, what happened with Beef and this tracks with Tupac is that he had changed it. Because if you listen to Hit Him Up, it went from being, I'm making fun of you because you're stupid, you're dumb, you're an idiot. To I'm going to fucking kill you. If you listen mm. to hit him up, he literally talks about yeah killing. Right? I, like I would I would say that didn't start with Tupac, right? I think it started with N.W.A. and Ice Cube, right? Because mm-hmm. they when Ice Cube went at him with like no Vaseline, that came out before hit him up. Hit him up came out 19, no Vaseline as in fighting. No Vaseline as in no Vaseline when he's in, put it in your butt. Oh yeah, I thought I meant no Vaseline with no. Because you know boxers yeah, Vaseline yeah. themselves. No right? yeah. yeah no 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 Vaseline oh, like oh, yeah. Well, fuck you, raw, no Vaseline. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So I don't know. That Even then, no. Like you listen to some of those diss tracks, right? You listen to any of the Easy and Dr. Dre diss tracks with each other, hmm. right? They talk about how they're fake they are and how shitty they are, right? But there's not a. There's literally a line in Tupac and hit him up. It says, "My four four, make sure your kids don't grow." Yeah. He's literally saying, "My gun is gonna kill you," mm-hmm. right? That changed things because mm-hmm. it went from being, you know, a war of words to threatening violence it's a yeah. very different it, it, it got popularized me, by them yeah. I would what, say. I, what, what strikes me about this about this and that I, and i think that i find interesting now i say this as a person who's not a historian of of hip-hop or a historian of rap i'm not uh-huh. that's not my area of expertise i do study jazz and blues music yeah right uh-huh. and it's history okay um but not enough to write you know and Paper about it, yeah. but enough to teach a class, for example. On it. Oh. Um, but not rap or hip hop. That's not my area of expertise. But what I find particularly fascinating about the diss track is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I may very well be wrong with it, but the diss track seems to come out of the culture of rap battles. Yeah. Of a creative way of combating one another, demonstrating skill, demonstrating wit, demonstrating uh, innovative, like on the spot, creative insults yeah. that go back and forth that are impromptu that involve a high level of creativity i mean it really kind of works of yeah they're insults but they're also very poetic insults right they're very yeah it involves a mastery of language true right? you can't do like i couldn't no matter how skilled i am in writing i couldn't do a rap battle uh-huh. because i don't have that mastery of language no. that they do right uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. right these rappers do the diss track seems to come out of that spirit, Correct. right? Where you're throwing insults creatively at one another. But in the contemporary moment, it seems like they rely, they kind of violate the spirit to a certain degree because they're not 
they're not innovative. They're not on the spot. They're not impromptu. They rely on a sort of sensationalized version of that, yeah. a watered-down version of the rap battle. Because you have the time to go and write a song. You can also completely, whereas the the rap battle, there's something about well, they're 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 hyped up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you you don't do it just randomly. There's a crowd of people around you, so it has a quality of riling people up, right? Yeah. Not just the person you're rapping against, but everyone crowd, around yeah. you. So it seems to me that the diss track, to a certain extent, tries to capitalize on that. It seems to be a quick and dirty way of riling up attention. So here, take the Eminem case as you pointed out. What's interesting is the history there. Mm-hmm. It starts with one album that's not very good. Panned. Mm-hmm. Comes out with another album after the panned one in which he goes all out mm-hmm. dissing everyone. Knowing that that's going to cause a stir. Whether it's good or not doesn't matter. What matters is that everyone's talking about, oh, was that, was that Drake? No, he loves Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There seems to be a, an, un, an intuitive understanding of sensationalization that, to a certain degree, I think, maybe maybe not, and maybe I'm wrong here, but takes away a little bit from that creativity. That This is a good PR and marketing decision on okay. Eminem's part. It is. So, it so, is. so yes and no. All right. The rap battles are a part of hi- the history of hip-hop. Right. right? And they, they're as, kind as, of the yeah. distract. So as, as, for me, like, I grew up listening to hip-hop. It was right. my, like, my, my, it's still my favorite genre of music. Not like, mine. Right? Well, I, I'm going to go around and ask yeah. what our favorite genre yeah. is in a second. So yeah, the, rap and hip-hop is still my favorite genre. It depends on who the rapper and the artist is. But it's still my favorite genre of music. When I'm having, like, if I'm just hanging out in the car and I'm chilling, I'm going to listen to some hip-hop. Um the, the rap battles, yeah, that's how rap got introduced to a lot of people was they'd go to a rap battle and they hear it. That's a great way of hearing the creativity. But a diss track has been there since the beginning of hip-hop. Right. Like I said, like that. yeah, they took the rap battles and put it in the records. Right. So you had guys like KRS-One who's created... I'm not saying that the diss track is originally formed was was worse or not as good no, as no 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 i'm not saying what that I'm saying yeah is it, it how has, it's used now no, not, but not seems to be slightly different to from an that extent original. but it's it's to an extent because it was used originally to also stir up stuff yeah, right sure. and, and get people yeah. to buy in right yeah so like like i said you had krs1 like yelling the bridge is over the bridge is over talking yeah, about queen's bridge think of what eminem did he released something at night with no advertisement no lead up knowing that what will happen people. twitter will pick it up yeah Facebook will pick it up. That's Instagram will pick it, it up. It can it can be used as a marketing tool, right? right? That's this is true. This is what I'm curious about because this is this comes down to the critique of culture industry that uh-huh. Dorno and them goes. When the capitalistic decision comes in, is it still art? Uh, this is what sense, Walter yeah. Benjamin argues. He goes, the mechanical re- reproduction is no longer art. Art in the age of mechanical reproduction loses what's known as the oratic quality. The oratic quality is that thing that we can't quite describe about art. You once talked about how you were sitting and watching, looking at the Pieta, and it felt like time had slowed down. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. There's something kind of like... The you first don't, time I went to the, the Vatican. The first time you yeah, went to yeah. the Vatican, right? Like, you couldn't describe it. But the mechanical reproduction could replicate the Pieta to a T. It's not it the would same. Be missing though. something. Yeah. So the, this is what Walter Benjamin argues, and that there's something that happens in the mechanical age, the mechanical or the techne, right? The technological reproduction of creativity uh-huh. and art it takes away from the erratic. So my question then becomes: Don't get me wrong. A lot of the kind of uh, remixed, all this, all that art, all that music is still great music. Uh-huh. But do we still consider it an art form? I would say yes. Right. So like, I'm wondering if if the sensationalized 
capitalistic marketing PR decision is at the forefront of the album, is it an artistic album? Yeah. Yeah, why That's not? That's my question. Maybe. Maybe it is. Because here's the thing, right? I'm having a hard so time seeing think, think about Think about films, right? Yeah. Even though you want to sell a lot, right? If you're going to like... Uh, if, if you're a filmmaker, yeah. you want your movie to be successful, yeah. right? And whether it's you selling a lot of money or like it's considered a great piece of art... You kind of want both, right? Yeah, you do. But I think the difference is where you, what your center is, where you're oriented towards, right? We see this in what? Uh, the, the production of music and boy bands out of, out of the Simon Cowell industry. Yeah. America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, X Factor. Not X Factor. Yeah, X Factor. X Factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those, right? In which music is seen as a mechanical production. Churn it out. Get a couple songs that go viral, that go really well. El whatever El Diablo. What was the name of the band that he really loved? The 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 orchestra, the operatic band. El Divo. El Divo. Remember a couple uh, Susan Boyles throw in a Leona Lewis in there. Uh, whatever happened to her? Yeah, yeah. Right, and then that's it. The artistic component isn't necessarily. That's not to say these people aren't artists. No, no, no. I or understand. They don't that. have inherent skills yeah. or abilities. But what I'm saying is that those inherent skills and abilities and whatnot are not being put to creativity's use, but to the market's use. But if you're using your creativity to market, is it still not a f- form of art? That's it my can thing. Be, but if it was just a purely artistic expression, then artists would always be successful. But they're not. Some of the best artists are not successful at all. It's true. The, some, some of the, of the worst best, art. Some yeah. of the worst art. You yeah. can't tell me that in this in the mechanical age, if art still truly exists in popularized form, that's the key. So let's say art doesn't exist. But I'm saying if art exists in popularized form, there would be no Kardashians. Yeah, 100%. There would be no songs written by Paris Hilton. Yeah, there would be no Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That little song... The, whatever that song was called, the something in our stars. Yeah. Maybe the stars in the yeah. What it was? It was a, it was a bop, right? Yeah, it was a bop. It was, it was, it was a bop. It was a, it was fun tune. But come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's the question is like the the song existed, right? <laughs> but did it need to exist with Paris Hilton? Right. Like right? And that, and that, that I think that is a, it's a question. So it's like the reason it's, it's Paris not, Hilton. It's not okay, that art no longer so, truly exists. It's that art is put to the purpose of what the market. Right? Yeah, that's or, true. And I wonder if that has an impact. Would Eminem have released this track if it wouldn't have been popular, if it wouldn't have been marketable, if it wasn't going to make him a lot of money or it cause him a lot? Like, is it okay, true so to him as an owner? I, I, think I don't know. I would say yes. Yeah, maybe. Because, maybe. because that's how Eminem started. He started in the, in the rap yeah, battles. I mean, he, and he also started sensationalized. And usually, being sensational and controversial, that's his thing. Yeah, yeah. and he kind of gets away with that shit, too, more so than any other rapper. Awesome. Right? Like... Look, don't get me wrong. I love Eminem. I've been an Eminem fan since I was a kid. The, the One of the first albums I've ever bought was the Marshall Mathers LP, and I fucking could name you every track on there. And like, if the, the music plays, I'll know every lyric, like lyric by lyric. I yeah. used to listen to that, that fucking CD. I mean, we were, it was big in middle school. Remember yeah. that? Oh, he was the most popular. But, I, mean, but, was. I mean, what was it? Even at one point, the teachers did a... A talent show where they did with the real Slim Shady, Slim Shady, please yeah, stand yeah. up, right? I yeah. mean, that was weird. Bro, I, yeah, I, used, <laughs> yeah. I listened to I was that. more comfortable with their Austin Powers yeah. references than I was their Slim Shady references. I listened to that CD yeah, so much yeah. that it had, scra- like, it, it, I couldn't use it anymore because it scratched up from over real Slim Shady, yeah. please stand up. But here's the thing, right? He's also quit every, like, other year. That's true. Yeah, I know, yeah. Now, <laughs> as an 11-year-old, I didn't understand the context of what he was saying, right? It was just, I love that album. 
I go back and I listen to it now, and I'm like, damn, he says some very homophobic stuff. He Wait, does. he's talking about killing his wife in this yes. song. Yes, yes, like, he does. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a lot of violence towards women in his life. His mom and his and yeah, his, his mom and his wife, his especially wife, right, big time. Now, Dude's got some serious okay, issues. So he needs uh, a hug. Imagine that was a but not for too long. He might think you're hitting on him. Imagine that was a black rapper who said the same stuff, right? Like he's a thug. There was yeah, he's a criminal. So, remember, Ludacris. Got boycotted by Bill O'Reilly because, or Pepsi got boycotted by Bill O'Reilly because they had Ludacris on their commercials. Didn't Ludacris, isn't there like a vine of Ludacris floating around where he's he's on a Ferris wheel or on a roller coaster and like they're filming him and he's singing a song? I'm not sure. There's like a really like endearing video of him where he's like on a oh, roller yeah. coaster. Well, that's the beauty of of the of the rap music too, which is interesting. It's like people make the argument that. Ice Cube now, right? He's starring in Are We There Yet? He's in like this yeah, family. It's like, they're like, this would have, like, Tupac would have eventually become this if he hadn't died. No, here's right? the, they all would have become this if he hadn't died. here's the thing, though. This, like, is, this right there makes my case. Yeah. That's the industry. Yeah. The industry transforms Gangster rap fuck Cube. the system to are we there yet yeah. and buddy cop movement. I mean, yeah. look at him. Snoop Dogg is doing the, the guy has a freaking game show on TBS now. Okay. You know, I gotta like, be honest with the, the, uh, the Snoop Dogg animal, animal kingdom thing. Uh-huh. Oh, it's amazing. Warm, it has a warm place in my yeah. heart. It has like a real, oh, yeah, warm, I love Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's got a real warm place in my heart. Snoop Dogg's peddling dick pills now, bro. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that because there's a, a machine, right? Yeah. A machine that produces. Mm-hmm. The machine takes in the rapper who comes out and goes, fuck the machine, fuck the police, fuck the system, right? The machine goes, yes, keep saying that because that's controversial. It makes money. It sells. Yeah. Come, come. Oh, it's no longer selling, but you know what you can do now? You can sell this. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be the Lipton <laughs> You're gonna be the yeah. Lipton spokesperson. You're gonna become. You're gonna play so you're daddy daycare, yeah. right? Yes. So the machine ends up by the time the machine is done, you don't realize it, but you're selling like Sesame Street shit out there. You, you've gone from gangster rap, to, but that is because at the end of the day, from the hood to Sesame what Street, what happens? Yeah. That's the machine is the, the driving force, not the art. That's, that's my case, right? In there. some that's cases, yes, but you have all the you yeah, have yeah, other I'm, people. I'm not like, saying not in all yeah, cases, like, but I'm saying in overwhelming. Yeah, cases. that's true. Yeah, I understand. There's still great artists out. Yeah, there. Yeah, you still got guys like Cole. Uh, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is an artist, right? Yeah. The dude, one. Joiner Lucas. Look, like, there's no doubt he's an artist. I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. What I'm saying though is that the most of it. Is I wonder yeah. if it's most art, and this isn't just rap for the record. Yeah, it's all. It's not just hey, hey, You brought up, you brought up fact, boy bands in and shit. In fact, boy bands are the most obvious version of this, and rock is the most obvious version. The most sellout yeah. uh, kind of genre has always been rock, which goes fuck the man, and then literally within one year we'll go fuck the man. Please buy this T-shirt. Yeah. You know, like, I will say the one thing I think the anomaly here with yeah. hip hop specifically with your thing is that the one thing that they do that a lot of genres don't do yeah. is release mixtapes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. right now, the creation of free music and lots of right. free music yes, yes. that's given out in CDs, and it, right? It's different because yeah. it's like now it's like they are creating and they are yeah. not making any and money part off of it, right? That's like, how Drake got big was off mixtapes. Yeah, exactly. Part of it involves the relationship to the system itself. Right? Uh-huh. These are people that may be outside of the system who want to enter the system. Yeah. Right? Who see it as literally? What, what does the hustle mean? Hustle doesn't just mean gaming the system. Yeah, it means gaming it so that you can become a part of it. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that's part of it. It's because of the relationship. Dude. These are people outside of it. It's a completely different relationship for, say, like a, a, a white rocker yeah. who was already part of the system. True. But then rebels against mommy and daddy. No. Okay. But back to my point, right? Yeah. So Eminem. Yeah. Violent against has crazy songs about being crazy violent about violent. women, right? Uh, has homophobia and all of his songs. He fucking called Tyler the creator of the F word in yeah. his last album, right? Yeah. Granted, he said he was quoting Tyler when he said it's it. Not right. He, he admitted he went overboard. Yeah, he that, did. But it's he not. Did. A, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, right? He got away with it. Now um, imagine this. No, he did get away with it, bro. If this was a black rapper, no real does, repercussions. Yeah, no real repercussions. Black rapper who does the same yeah. thing. They're not getting away with that. Right. They're considered thugs. They're considered hoodlums. They're they're menaces to society. Yeah. Right. Like that's the stigma. And like like I said, I love him. I'm a big fan of his. But there is a double standard not, with his I'm work. I'm not a huge fan of his. I will say there's a couple of his songs that I enjoy. I think it's because I grew up on one it. One of his music different. videos I find hilarious is the one where he's um he's bat he's Robin to uh, Dr. Dre's Batman. Yeah. Shady's back. Shady's back it's, again. It's funny. It's, yeah, yeah. Guess who's back? The music video is funny. Back. I don't like his the other one with uh, just lose it. I didn't like that music video. I think it was slightly uncomfortable for me. That yeah, is that the, was. I mean, that is. Isn't that not one, the same one? Just lose it. Maybe. Yeah, that is. No. It, no, there's I mean, one where he's where he's with Dr. Dre and the Batman and and Robin, and it's slightly funny. But there's one that slightly uncomfortable. It's the he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, you know what I wonder. I'm gonna pose this question for you, Diz, because mm-hmm. he talks about like, Lizzie McGuire in that one. Lizzie McGuire is not illegal yet. Yeah. Um. One. I'm gonna pause this. If guilty conscience, listen to that song. It's a great song. Oh yeah. If it if it swapped, if Eminem was the good guy and Dr. Dre was the bad guy in that song, do you feel like people would have would have reacted to it differently? I don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like so if if so Eminem and that is the bad conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dre is the good one. Yeah. Right now, if they had swapped roles, if Dr. Dre ended up talking about being a bad guy, yeah. and Eminem talking oh. about being the good oh, guy, no, it'd be because then think about it, right? In the song "Guilty Conscience," he's basically telling a guy to date rape a girl. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he tells her, he tells the guy to slip something in his songs. Yeah, it's supposed to be facetious and like bad, de- uh, like devil angel, right? And then they're going at it with each other, mm. but. Had yeah, had Dr. Dre been the one saying to slip a pill to a girl, yeah, it'd have been fucking crazy, out. right? But well, guilty conscience he, the thing was is, huge. The thing too is like a lot of these kind of arti- so called artistic expressions are fucked up, right? Like this is something you like a lot of music when you think about the, like the actual lyrics of some of these, you're like, Yeah, people are getting away with yeah, it. A lot of it is. A lot of, not mean, like a, yeah. a small amount. Actually, a most of it large is. amount of yeah. it is like, hold on, hold on a minute. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Some fucked up shit. Yeah, listen to but Don't I'll Stand say, So say, Close to Me by the Sting and the Police. I will, about, say, I will say Lose Yourself is the other Eminem song for me that I enjoy. Well, everyone loves that. Yeah. It's got the Dream On background. I like... Okay, that, oh, that, no, that, that, no, that's Sing for the Moment. That's Sing for the Moment. Oh, Sing yeah. for the Moment. That's the one I want. Right. That's the one I want. Um, genre of music. You said hip-hop for you? Hip-hop, for sure. What about you? That's rough, because I, uh, I, kind of, I kind of go between everything. Yeah. But I'd probably say either R&B or hip-hop, probably. I hate this question. Even though I asked it, are you listening to operatic gospel? Because when I, people say, yeah. when people ask this, of me, I go, I don't yeah. have a genre that I listen to. Like it's not, I don't have a go-to genre. Your go-to artist is Enya. It's not, it's not. <laughs> my because I I enjoy songs more than I like genres. Uh-huh. For me, music has to do a couple things, and I'll like it. I have to close my eyes and be able to see a scene, like from a book or a story or something. I love that. It has to be an or it has to be anthemic. Mm-hmm. It has to be one or the other, yeah. right? So like I that makes me go between these genres in radical for I do listen to 
Gregorian chants. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. But that's not my go-to genre. Who's your go-to artist then? I don't have a go-to You don't have a go-to artist? artist? I listen to The Killers. I listen to... Uh, I'm a fucking love Kendrick Lamar. It's always playing in my class. I put a little bit of Kendrick Lamar. Do you have a go-to artist? I don't have a go-to artist. Um, do I have one? Yeah. Um... It really depends on the mood I'm in. Like you know, it's there'll be times where it's like I'm I'm on a I'm on a Kanye college dropout phase right now, so I'm re-listening right. to everything from 2004. The other thing I like is I like, like mixes, music that has to kind of blend. You know what's strange? Right. So my go-to genre is hip hop, and my go-to artist is Queen. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That is actually really yeah. weird. I, I, so I like Queen's music amazing. that blends. So for example, symphonic rock, where uh-huh. it's like you have an orchestra playing. Yeah. With it, or I like orchestras and hip hop music. Right. It's like I I heard Beyonce the other day with. Uh, uh, Orchestra. Uh-huh. I loved it. I love that type of music. Or I heard uh, rock music with bagpipes. Ah. Yeah. So things that kind of mix. I think if I have to say a genre, I'm closer to some of the folksier. Folk uh, rock, yeah, you would be. things like that. Folk music. Mm. I do like Irish music. Mm. When I wake up. I like Turkish folk music. I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be like, uh, the man who wakes up next to I like to Bedouin you. music. Oh, oh they're Scottish. I like, be- I like Bedouin music. What? I'd love what the it. fuck is Bedouin music? Moroccan Tanarawin is like a be- they're Bedouins that play like. Oh, I thought that was a Forgotten Realms book. I mean, the only Bedouin music I've ever heard was from Carl Pinkington. I'm gonna play Bedouin music for you and this podcast over, and you're gonna see how much it's, it's after cool. the podcast. After over? the podcast, yeah, actually, fine. pause right now. We'll play it right now. Okay, good. I got to pee anyway. The peeing was great. The music was not so bad. Not bad, right? Yeah, not I liked bad. it. It was it nice, is, right? Yeah. It was very nice, you know, and I uh, I appreciate it because. I understand that a lot of the diss tracks in that genre of music also end in death, so you gotta be careful. <laughs> that's, that's racist. <laughs> racist. Was that racist? That's racist. It's racist, V. To both, to both black people and Africans. Yeah, fuck Which you. are one and the same, but still. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> um, but I did, uh, it's very, like, you could close your eyes and you could see I, the dunes of Morocco. See, I closed my eyes and felt like I was in the mosque with an electric guitar. so stupid. <laughs> but that's another quality. That's like, what happens so, when you're an uncultured so swine. So there's qualities that, that music have to have. You have to feel like you're in prayer? No, no genres, right? Uh. No genres. If anyone has recommendations, I'm always open for recommendations of new music. So hit me up on, on Twitter. First, it's got to either have, it's got to blend musics. Okay. Right? So I love hip hop with a little bit of Indian Bollywood music thrown in there. Uh. Love that shit. Right? You're a big fan like, of Timbaland. Or I love uh, symphonic rock or orchestras playing hip hop. I'm a big fan of any music that you can close your eyes and you can see some type of image of a story, specifically fantasy oriented. I want to be able to see rolling hills, trees. I love that shit, right? I love anthemic music, music that makes me want to go to war and kill people. <laughs> and the fourth one is there's got to be a sort of chant like. I love like songs that you can kind of like get into a mystical trance. Ah, yes, B team, B team, go, go, go. Not mm. like that. Uh, that's a no. theme song from the WWE tag no. team. So uh, B team. I, a song that I'm really digging right now is Hosier, uh, Hosier's, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Nina Cried Power. Uh-huh. I love that song. Nina Cried Power. It's got this kind of folksy. Hosier. Uh, no, Hosier, is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Hosier. It's Hosier. It's whatever not Hoser. The, He's not whatever, a fucking from Indiana. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> the other thing is that if Mike songs, if songs yeah. have a slightly uh, antique, old schooly feel to them, love that shit. Uh, fair enough. I think Man, that was a long ass explanation for yeah. genre. We yeah. literally he went. I like hip hop. I was like, I like R and B. Yeah, and because stuff. see, you people are pedestrians. You're huh? plebeians. Yes. Naturally, you would listen to music in a very simplified, unsophisticated way. Wait, Whereas say that I'm word again. Unsophisticated. No, the other one. Plebeian. plebeian. It's plebeian. I thought it was. 
plebeians. No, plebeian is the plebeian. actual way to say it. Is that it. plebeians? No, not plebeians. I've always read it as plebeians. No, pleb- plebeians. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, you, well, you know, I'm, I'm a patrician. I'm smarter. I'm more intelligent. You're a patrician? That's true. Also, you enjoy the sound of your voice much more than... Yeah, I do have a podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, well, it comes, two, in fact. You know, <laughs> when it comes to the fact that... We're I'm, the meeks. But remember, the meeks shall inherit the earth. The what? <laughs> in no universe are either of you meek. What does that mean? Meek means weak. Oh, oh yeah, we're not. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, have you seen me at a buffet? <laughs> Can't help myself. Yeah, anyway. that's not an um, act of meekness. That's an act of violence. Have you ever seen that me around true. nuts? <laughs> that's Ugh. meekness. Yeah. No, not like balls, yeah, but like yeah, no. nuts. You're meek towards balls. <laughs> that too. I get it. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting episode. This was a very interesting Listen, episode. Listen, guys. We've been talking about shooting one another and beef. We have. I have And all sorts of stuff. There's been all sorts of crazy, you know, East Coast, West Coast. P. Diddy, you know, hiring gangsters to go and shoot uh, Tupac and everything, which is also a story that's that was brought up in the kill shot thing. Oh, yeah. When Eminem is dissed MGK. MGK yeah. is part of T- Diddy's record. There's level. a whole story behind that, actually, as well, right? Which yeah. is very interesting. You should look it up. Um, I do have a Patronus this week. It's a fast one, but I think it's a good one because it mm. kind of fits along the I genre. I tagged you in a bunch of Expecto Patronus and stuff. Patronum. I haven't, I haven't I seen it. On Twitter? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so I need, I need to go and check my Twitter. I, I tagged I you in a Facebook Patronus. I tagged you in a Patronus. Did you really? Yeah, yeah it was like a few weeks ago. Expecto Patronum, V. Shitty-ass researcher. Yeah, it's true. Ooh, we should make him do that. Before he tells the Patronus, he has to Expecto Patronum. No, just no, go on and tell That's copywritten. Fuck you. It's Hurry not. up. Go on. So, listen. We all know how pro Texas we are on this podcast. Do it's right? our favorite state. We love we love the state. It's not my least favorite state, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> Florida is your least favorite. You know, state. fuck Florida. <laughs> we love the food. We appreciate the fact that they have a serial killer as a governor. Even their food, barbecue. It's just food with the, on a bigger scale. Listen, steamed. Our Patronus stole millions of dollars with the fajitas out of Texas. Okay. Oh, is that what? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's Texas. from Texas, right? Yeah. So don't, you don't talk badly. What's his name? Zen Juan Tanejo. What? That, that's from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> what was the guy's name? I Roberto Escamilla. Oh, there Escamilla. you go. Escamilla. Does that mean snail? Escamilla. Good man. Escamilla. Yeah, no. Yeah, free free Roberto. But anyway, I think it's Roberto. <laughs> if it's not Roberto, it's best racist as fuck. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but you I, were always racist. I know his last name is Escamilla. Like, recent podcasts in particular. <laughs> Anti-Semitism and racism abound with V. Listen, I can't help it. Right? I this started, is why you're not going to get a job. I started watching Sargon of Akkad on YouTube. That's oh God, why. That so I, and I start, so I started hating anyone that had pigment in their skin. Yeah, That's besides the point. Now, in Texas, in, uh, you know, in Texas, you know, they love their guns out there. Yeah. You know, they love the fact that the dude who's currently running the state is also the Zodiac Killer. Right, they love they love hating. He's not on, running the state. It was Gilberto, you racist. Gilberto, not Roberto. Gilberto. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. like motherfucker. You, none, neither one of you remembered his name. Yeah, but I didn't come up with some random Mexican-sounding name. It was something with an O at the end of it, and it had a T in there. Okay, I said Z. What name? He literally mentioned the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you fair. Know? It was close. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Anyway, so this guy decides. And, uh, and Marietta, Texas, right? Three in the morning, yeah. you know, sees an armadillo kind of walking in his front yard. Now, I love armadillos. You know, they're yeah. cute animals. They're great. Apparently, they're a nuisance, though, right? Yeah. Mm. So this guy, in true Texas fashion, decides to pull out a thirty-eight oh, and shoot kill it? the armadillo. Shot Why? the armadillo? Right. I don't fucking know. Because he's from Texas. Yeah, you, what do you expect? Yeah, know, right? You're just an armadillo. Leave it alone. No, we got to shoot yeah. them. 
Why are you going to go and shoot an armadillo when you're in Texas? You're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you shoot an armadillo in Texas? <laughs> don't I feel shoot. like it's a thing to do there. Just don't shoot at it. That's the point. Is that a, the Texas isn't the issue. The issue is to shoot. You see a random animal and you shoot it. Listen, you, But you, that's Texas yeah. for you. You stop trampling on my on my rights. Yeah. Hash brown 2A. Anyway. Um, you say hash brown 2A. Yeah. Fat ass. <laughs> I can't. I like hash brown better than hashtag. Carry yeah. on. What um, happened to this armadillo? All right. So this guy shoots. You know, bow, bow, bow. Three shots. The armadillo. Right? To the armadillo. Uh-huh. Right. The armadillo in true armadillo fashion, you know, deflects mm-hmm. one, right? It goes, right. And then the thing, the bullet flies back and shoots this guy in the mouth. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this armadillo. This armadillo. I don't, think he, I don't think the armadillo deflects. I think he shot the ground. There's no way an armadillo's armor deflects. Listen, okay, I choose to believe that this armadillo went into a, a basic Thai boxing stance. Right, and unless the thing's got of... adamantium armor, <laughs> <laughs> armadillo armor isn't strong enough to listen. Like bullets. It's vibranium, bro. Especially <laughs> at close range. How dare you? You don't kill people's dreams like this, okay? This armadillo deflected that bullet back at this guy, shot him right in the mouth. The dude fell over. Right? Did he die? No, he didn't die. Oh. Right? He just gave him a warning shot. Uh, you know, in the mouth. Exactly right. <laughs> It's armadillo. You know what it was though, is because the armadillo was drunk and thought he was in his own apartment, but apparently he was too soon. Uh, God too damn it, soon. V. Too soon. No, what's wrong too with soon. you? Hashtag. Can't make a joke about that. Yeah. Too soon. No. <laughs> this was an interesting podcast up until that point. Uh, Hash brown. Black lives matter. Let's, anyway, let's. Uh, I just need to tell you one more thing about this armadillo. This armadillo is really good, all right? So they decided, because the guy shot it three times, right? They're like, okay, so the armadillo obviously has to be dead somewhere or bleeding, Uh right? Never found the armadillo. Never found any blood? Motherfucker survived and got his revenge. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure about this one. Yeah, I'm not so sure. About it this. was fun until the end there. <laughs> was, all right, let us know what you thought about V's uh, Patronus, but definitely let us know what you thought about our conversation about music Word. and our technology conversation. I, are you with me? Do you want to start a revolution against Apple? Let me know if you have music, uh, you know, recommendations based off of my very strenuous criteria of what in- is a good music and not good music. You can let us know, and this is gonna let send you know him a little to, yachty, yeah, can, uh, a little boat connect with us, yeah, cold like Minnesota. Zan. Yo, all right. So we're on the Twitters at currently nerdy on Facebook. Currently nerdy on Facebook. Go on there and like our page. We're on Tumblr. Currently nerdy.tumblr.com. We're on the Instagrams at currently nerdy. We're on YouTube. Ali has failed to post our video up, but we did a video, and it's dope as hell. So I don't make know about sure. Dope, but it, it'll be up there. It's amazing. It's an amazing video. It's top ten videos we've ever made. Jesus Christ. I would say it's in the top 10 videos we've ever made. We've only made like 10 videos. Exactly. So it's in the top 10. So make sure when you see that video from Currently Nerdy on YouTube, you're subscribed and you share that video. Slam that like button. Yeah, slam that like button. Make that shit go viral, motherfucker. And you know what else you could do? You could subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. And when you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. It makes the algorithm look good, bro. Do it. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can I get a hold of you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. You can find my websites at thesandwichslayer.com as well as sevencrossroads.com. Ali? You can catch me on my website at alialomi.com or on Twitter and Instagram at A-A-O-L-O-M-I or on our sister podcast, Head on History, complete third season, Diz. You can find me on the toilet tweeting at Dizbulla and also shitstagramming at Dizbulla. Find me, brothers. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. And... All hail the currently nerdy empire. Hail. Yeah.